All right. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is April 28th, 2022 and week 169. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about testimonies, God's testimonies and God's testimony and yours. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. so We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, I hope you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. Gracious Lord, thank you for this chance, Lord, this opportunity that you have allotted us, Lord. We thank you for just being an awesome God, a God who cares for us, Lord, a God who uh, can be touched uh, with our weaknesses, can be touched with our situations, with our uh, problems, with the things that bother us and stress us out. Lord, we thank you for uh, just being there for us uh, in the time of need, Lord. You, you said you would provide help in the time of need. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we're praying for uh, the Bible study tonight, Lord, that something, your word would go forth, Lord, and uh, no other word but yours. Lord, we're praying for all of your people across the world, Lord, that uh, we would just continue on the journey to be saved. And even those who are not saved, Lord, we're praying that uh, they would all come in, Lord, and, and run for their lives as never before. And so, Lord, we're praying all these blessings, Lord. And one thing we try not to forget is no matter what happens to us in this life, Lord, help us to always remember there's still a reason to have joy. And so, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So God's testimony, uh, and, and let me put it this way, God's testimony and ours, um, because I want to include myself in that yours, uh, but uh, we we understand we're going to cover two different testimonies tonight. Um, I was uh, we're coming from Revelation. If you uh, can see it on the screen, and if not, I'll just mention it. We're coming from Revelation chapter twelve and verse eleven. Um, I was speaking with someone and the person, uh, we, we started talking about testimonies and the person told me they didn't have a powerful testimony. And you know what people think about when we, we talk about, you know, so, a powerful testimony, we think about someone, you know, some, um, just really, extreme situation, you know, uh, someone may have been, you know, in a bad wreck or, you know, the doctor said they were go weren't going to live, you know, you know, something just really major and extreme in our eyes. And so that's the way this person was looking at it. You know, they said, well, I don't have, you know, a really amazing, incredible testimony. And it got me to thinking, you know, all of us have an incredible testimony. Whether we we believe that or even whether we uh, know it or not, everyone has a powerful testimony. Everyone. Doesn't matter what, what it is, you have a powerful testimony as it pertains to God. Now, if you're on God's side, I'm talking about these the people who are on God's side, we all have a powerful testimony. There's somebody out here needing to hear your testimony. Sometimes people might not even want to hear it, but people need to hear your testimony. And so we're going to we're going to look at that a little bit more as we uh, go on. Uh, again, thank you guys for being with us, um, and I hope. You guys would understand what it is that uh, that is in store for us to discuss tonight. So we're talking about God's testimony and yours. So now let's pick it up in Revelation 12. 
Let's pick up verse 11. Right before that, we have a few comments. David says, praise the Lord, everyone. Hope everyone is having a blessed day in the Lord. Casey says, praise the Lord, brothers. And Amy says, good evening. And also Chelsea says, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord to each and every single one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, and so Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11, and they, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto the death. And they overcame him. Now the him here, we didn't read it in this verse, but it is in this chapter, is the devil. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb. And we can deal with that blood all night. But I'm going to focus on by the word of their testimony. This is why... Uh, we're going to discuss God's testimony and our testimony. Now, that's two different things I want to talk about. But let's deal with God's testimony first. Before, before I, I, I get into our testimony or your testimony um, or my testimony, I want to deal with God's testimony first. So this is how we're going to overcome the devil. We need the testimony of God. So now let's go back uh, and, and we'll come back here by the grace of God. But let's go back to the book of Psalm 119. Now, this entire chapter, it's a long chapter, but I'll challenge you to read it. I can't remember how many verses is in it, but it's a long chapter. <laughs> but I, I challenge you to read this chapter. We're not going to read anywhere close to the whole thing, but Psalm 119 and 57. Psalm 119 and 57. God's testimony is his words. His words. That's his testimony. Now, I'll show you this in the book of Psalm 119. Let's see what it says here. Thou art my portion, O Lord. I have said that I would keep thy words. Now, the scripture says, I said I would keep thy words. I'm, and I'm telling you, that's what God's testimony is, his words. This is King David writing for us. In this same chapter, he said, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I may not sin against thee. Same chapter. He's going to talk a lot about God's words or God's testimony. Go ahead in verse 58. I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me mm -hmm. according to thy word. Mm -hmm. I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimony. He said, I turned my feet to your testimony. I, I thought about how I was living and I began to look at your word. He said in one place, he came into the sanctuary. Then he began to get some understanding. We're not going to look at that, but the testimony, God's testimony is his word, the word of God. We need this to overcome the devil. We understand we need the word of God. We're going to get to our testimony, but first I want to deal with God's testimony because we have no testimony without God's testimony. The reason we're here tonight is because of God's word. In the beginning, the Bible tells us, in the beginning was the word. That's the reason we're here, because of the word of God. So, David here said, he turned his feet unto God's testimony. Go ahead. I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandments. This is God's testimony. What he's commanded us to do, this is his testimony. Drop down. Drop down to verse 88 in this chapter. I told you this was a long chapter, but I, I challenge you to read this entire chapter. It has a lot of good things in it, and he continues all throughout this chapter. I didn't, I didn't uh, count how many times he used the word testimony here. But he used it all throughout this chapter. And like I said, I challenge you to read it. Pick up verse 88 here. 
Quicken me after thy loving kindness, mm -hmm. so shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. He said, I'm going to keep your word. That's what he's telling us. This is God's testimony. This is how we're going to overcome the devil, by the word of God. Think about what Jesus used whenever Satan tempted him. He used the word on him. This is how we will overcome the enemy by using the word of God. We will all fail, including me, if we neglect what God says. We will all fail. We need God's testimony, God's word. That's all it is, another, another uh, way to say God's word. That's all it is. We need his word. Go ahead, Mel. Forever. O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. His testimony is settled. His word is settled. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. It's settled. We need his word. We need it. As I said uh, previously, we don't have a testimony without God's testimony. Without his word, we don't have anything. Without him, we are nothing. So now let's go back. Let's go back where we were, back to Revelation, because I just wanted to uh, briefly deal with God's testimony, because we can really spend the rest of the Bible study talking about his testimony. Hold on one second. Uh -huh. uh, Chris commented. He, firstly, he says, praise the Lord, Jesus, brothers. Hope all is well. Praise the Lord to you, too. And he also says, uh, Tony, your mic is going in and out. Probably bring it a little closer. Oh. All right. I hope that's better. <laughs> Thank I you for letting so. us know, Chris. I hope that's better. But so, again, God's testimony is his word. So now, let's go back to Revelation 12 and read verse 11 yet again for us, please, Melvin. All right. Uh, should have scrolled to it. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Now, we need a couple of things. I, and I might not pick up the book of John, 1 John chapter 5, around verse 5. But he, he deals with this blood in that chapter. I might not deal with that tonight. Um, but we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Now, this is, I'll tell you, this is water baptism. Tells us this in the book of 1 John chapter 5. Keep reading, though. We won't deal with that tonight. And by the word of their testimony. But this we will deal with by the word of their testimony. So we need, as I've already stated, God's testimony. We need his word to overcome. We need his word to overcome. But now, even after we've received the word of God, we got to be tested. We have to go through some things, which creates for us a testimony. What we all commonly think of when we think about a testimony, what someone's experiences are what trials and tribulations a person has went through, somebody needs to hear it. That's what I tried to get a person to see. Don't doubt your own testimony. Just because you didn't have the exact same experience someone else had, your testimony is powerful. You know why? Because your testimony, your story, your words, the experiences that you've had in Christ now, I'm not just talking about anything, in Christ you just sharing that with someone will pick someone else up. You telling someone this, telling them how God got you through, this will pick them up because some of the same people we're around are going through the same things we've went through or even we might be going through it currently. But if someone sees you handling it well, you know, that can rub off on them. Your testimony is powerful. Don't doubt that. Just because you may not have been in some situation where 
you know, the doctor said you're going to die next week or something. You know, that's the only powerful testimony some people think about. Some extreme thing. Well, they were blind and now they can see. We, we look at some extreme things. But even those testimonies that may not seem as extreme, that's powerful too. Because some, I can guarantee you someone else out there is dealing with or has dealt with the same problem. So you need this testimony. You need to share your testimony. Somebody needs to know. But you cannot have a testimony if you have not went through anything. It doesn't happen. But this is how we overcome. Because of your testimony. Your words not, not, is not the same as the word of God now. Don't misunderstand me. But this is just you talking about your experiences, how you've persevered, because somebody out there wants to quit. We talked about faint not. I believe that was what, last week? Somebody wants to quit, but you know your testimony can help them. Your testimony can help them go a little bit further. You know, I feel like as people of God, we have a lot of testimonies, even, even just within the last, what, few years. Many of us have dealt with COVID. I mean, being extremely sick, uh, dealt with other sicknesses, perhaps. We've dealt with inflation. We've, we've dealt with a lot of things. This is all a part of your testimony. Somebody didn't make it through to see these things. But God blessed you. You know, I, I spoke with some someone even on today. Just today, I was talking to a man and one of his fingers was uh, cut off. And he told me he almost died. I said, well, man, how'd that happen? He almost died because of his finger. And he proceeded to tell me he was, uh, he had a splinter in his, in his, hand, in his finger and he had a, a knife. So he tried to cut the splinter out, pull it out with his knife. But his blade had some poison on it because he was um, cutting up an old rug in the house and the rug apparently had some rat poison on it. And it so happened to get in his finger, get into his bloodstream. He said he spent seven days in the hospital, almost died. All because of the poison getting into his system. So, I'm saying there are a lot of testimonies that we have of how God pulled us through. God pulled us through a lot of situations. Some of us have been sick, couldn't find any answers. God has pulled us through. You know, we can stay up all night if we want. We can Google anything we want. We can research. But you know, it's still God that's holding us here. Even if the doctors give us some medicine, you know, it's still God holding us here. There's a lot of people that have taken medicine and it didn't work. These are our testimonies that somebody else needs to hear. But first, we have to recognize God at work in our lives. You know, the testimony, it, it doesn't matter for God to do something for us and we don't even recognize we don't even recognize. There's some testimonies we have we might have forgotten about until something comes up. Then all of a sudden you say, man, God did bring me through a situation like that. You know, I was I was in Bible study um, uh, a few days ago, I believe. And um, preacher was talking. And he began to talk about how we'll pray for things. You know, something we're, we're praying continually for. And, you know, it was in that moment where, where I thought, you know, there's something I used to pray about all the time. God, heal my body. 
See, I was sick uh, many years back. Never found an answer. Had CT scans, MRIs, blood, uh, many blood tests ran, all types of stuff. Then you know, I decide, I said, you know what? I'm going to just call on the name of Jesus. I'm going to pray to God. And I kept praying. And I kept praying. And it seemed like the situation didn't get any better. And I honestly cannot tell you when it happened. I don't know. But I can sit here tonight and say, I don't still feel that same way anymore. I don't know how, how or when God did it. But I know it was by his grace. See, we have some testimonies, some stuff we've even forgotten. Some stuff we've even forgotten because he's brought us through so much. Sometimes we have to be reminded. It took the preacher to talk about that for me to think, you know what? God certainly brought me through some things that I've even hadn't even thought about in a while. So at that moment, I had to thank God again. I've thanked him before. We have some, I, I just want you to understand, we have some testimonies that somebody needs to know about because somebody's ready to give up. Somebody's considering quitting. And we have something on the inside of us. We've, we, we hear the word of God. At least some of us, we know the word of God. And because of God's word, we've stuck with him and he's took us through some things. So you have a testimony tonight. Even if it's not like mine, you still have one. You just being here, anyone who's on here right now, that's, that's a testimony. Because where would you have been three years ago, one year ago, four years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Where would you have been? What things would you, what, what type of evil things would you have been doing right now had not God changed you? This is your testimony. This is important for you to, every once in a while, we have to think back on the things God brought us from his goodness, his grace and mercy. Because sometimes we get frustrated, we get upset, we get depressed, we get down, we get all kinds of things. But if only we started to think about that testimony that we have, I believe you'd feel better. Now, that's just what I believe. But if you don't believe me, try it and find out. You just start thinking on the goodness of God. I, I know you might not feel the best all the time, even right now, but just start to think on the goodness of God and a few things he's brought you through. You, we spent all night if you told me everything he brought you through because some of it you hadn't even noticed yet. There's some things God is bringing us through right now. You don't even notice it yet. When I was sick many years ago, I mean, I'm praying all the time, still hurting, still crying, still calling out to God. And yet, he was bringing me through. He was bringing me through the whole time. But it took a while for me to notice. There's some things God is doing for you right now. He's working some things out on your behalf. We don't even see it. Because we're focused on the wrong thing. We're still focused on the pain. We're, we're still focused on the heartache, the, the, the tough times, whatever it is going on in our life. We're still focused on that. But you have a testimony tonight. And this is the way we're going to overcome. I think about King David. How he brought up his testimony, even before he faced Goliath. He thought about what God brought him through. This is what's going to keep us in Christ. There's some people that quit. And some of these people quit because they're not focused on their testimony. 
they're not thinking about how God brought them through whatever situations they've come through. They're not thinking about that. But God has been there every step of our lives. It's not because of mama and daddy. that It's not them. It's not grandfather, grandmother. It's not whoever was taking care of us. It's been God all along. It's been him. You know, if I pass out, if I pass out right now, God forbid. But if I did, Melvin can do all the CPR he wants. He, he can do some chest compression. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. He can even pray. But it's, it's going to have to be God that brings me back. It's God. So we have to recognize it's been him all along. No medicine is doing the trick unless God allows it. It's him. The brakes can go out on your car at any moment. The tire can pop at any moment. All kinds of things can happen to you at any given moment. This is a part of your testimony. Look, look, if you travel five minutes up the road, you know that's a testimony. That, that's a testimony. You can get, get in a car and travel five minutes up the road. See, somebody doesn't recognize how much how powerful that is. Somebody said, well, that, that, that ain't much at all. Yeah, you're just going five minutes up the road. You know, there are people who have died trying to get five minutes up the road, 10 minutes up the road. They, they said, I'm, I'm not going that far. And they didn't make it. See, you have a testimony tonight. But do you recognize it? Do you see it, though? Jesus told, um, he told, I believe it was the Pharisees, uh, some Pharisees and Sadducees that came out when he fed uh, the 5,000 with the two fish and five loaves. He told them, you missed something here because of what you came here seeking. Y'all just wanted to eat something, but they missed the miracle that was performed. See, they missed their testimony there. They missed it. God had did something for them and they didn't see it. So tonight, I want you to focus and think. Ask God. Somebody said, God Almighty. Somebody said, I don't know how to pray. I, I don't know what I should pray about. Pray that God open your eyes to your own testimony. You have some testimony. Pray that God opens your eyes so you can see it was him that took you five minutes up the road. You know, it was God that allowed you to wake up this morning. You might have woken up with a headache. You might have woken up and got upset because somebody did something. Oh, man, they did something dumb. They might have. But, you know, you still have a testimony this morning because you woke up. Somebody wishes they could wake up one more time. I, God, even if I woke up upset, I still want to. Somebody would wish that. I talked about that. I believe it was Sunday. There are some things that we're going through. If God takes someone away from us or some things away from us, we be begging God for those same things back. Some of these same trials we're going through. I, I use the example of my wife because that's an easy example for me to use that you can understand. Yeah, I might get upset with my wife. But now, if God took her away, I said, God, let her come back one more time. God, please, God, I'm begging you. Look, I'm okay with being I won't even be upset with her the way I was. I recognize now, God, that was foolish. See, there's some things we're, we're upset about, we're, we're sad about. But you know, if God changed some things in our lives, suddenly those things won't seem as bad as they used to. We'll be praying. So my prayer is, God, help, help me right now. We did a Bible study. Lord, help me in the moment. This is a part of my testimony. These are the things that I'm going through. But God, I'm still going 
to say thank you. It's about how we look at things. It's about where we're keeping our eyes. We did a Bible study on humility. God has a way of humbling you. He'll humble you. So, it's time for us to wake up. Paul said it's high time. It's time for us to wake up and acknowledge you have a powerful testimony. We're speaking to you right now through technology. You know, this is a testimony. Some, somebody out there may have been, good God Almighty. Somebody out there has an iPhone. Somebody out there has a Samsung. Somebody out there has a MacBook. Somebody out there has a Dell, Chromebook, all, all kinds of gidgets, gadgets, all kinds of fancy stuff, Melvin. And you know, this is a testimony. This is something that God has blessed you with. Do you recognize this? Somebody doesn't. <laughs> Somebody said that ain't powerful. It's because your eyes haven't been open. Somebody said that's not that impressive. Well, everybody's got that phone. Well, everybody's got that computer. You think that's not impressive? This is a testimony because God blessed you to have that. You know, my my keyboard teacher, this man, uh, he, uh, for his birthday, a lot of people came together, donated him some money. And he was able to buy a MacBook. He's never had one a day in his life. He's from Nigeria. Never had one a day in his life. This man bought a base model MacBook. And he cried. See, this is a testimony to somebody who can acknowledge, wow, I'm blessed. Because he can see just how far he's come. He said, I've never had a computer this good. We get a phone, we get a computer, we get all these things. We get, <laughs> we get so much new stuff. And by next year, we said, man, I got to get rid of that thing. That thing's old. They got new ones out now. Everybody got the new. We don't recognize just how blessed we are. This is our testimony. You are blessed to have electricity. This is a testimony. I know somebody might look at that and say, that's not that powerful. That's not a powerful testimony. It's not that impressive. Everybody's got it. No, no, everybody doesn't. Everybody doesn't. And the next time your lights go out, you'll recognize everybody doesn't have it. See, I remember when Katrina came, Melvin. Hurricane Katrina. Somebody might be too young to know about that, but I was alive when Katrina came. And I remember our lights living in Chula, Mississippi, and we did not get hit the hardest. We did not get hit even close to the hardest. But our lights, I don't remember exactly how many days, but I know it was days with an S. I want to say somewhere around a week. I remember days with an S because I just go outside and ride my bike looking at damage. There was no power, though. There was no electricity. There was none of those things that we had taken for granted. See, that's a testimony. God, I woke up today and my electricity worked. See, we're, we're so distraught, though. Since we don't recognize the testimony we have, we can't get up and say, Lord, I thank you. We can't get up and say that. So he said, you know what? I'll take the electricity from you. I'll take that cell phone from you. I'll take the car from you. And then <laughs> that's his way of humbling us. And after a while, you say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this old phone I got. It, it might be a few years old. Somebody else might have the newest version. But Lord, I thank you for it. I, I thank you for these shoes I have. I thank you for these things that I've taken for granted. I'm hoping somebody wake up. I, I've gotten off track. <laughs> I've gotten off track. I, I wanted to go to some other places. But I thank God for the testimony that he's given me. 
I know he's blessed me. Even, even now, as I sit, I'm a little hot, Melvin. But you know, it doesn't bother me. I can say, Lord, I thank you. It, 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 I'm not going to allow some external factor, something that might not be the most pleasant or comfortable to me, to stop me from recognizing God has blessed me. He said, you know what? If you want to complain about the heat, I'll make it cold for you. <laughs> See, I want God to know I'm thankful. I want him to know I'm thankful. Sometimes I get tired doing Bible studies, working, whatever other things I have to do in life. Sometimes I get tired, but I cannot allow that to outweigh what God has did for me. You know, let's get a verse. And this isn't uh, where I intended to go, but pick up the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8 and verse 18. See, I want to encourage someone tonight. Uh, I want you to see your testimony. I mean, every single day, there's something you have that somebody else doesn't. And there's something you have today that you might not have tomorrow. The Bible tells me the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So I want to thank God and enjoy and appreciate right now what I have. Despite what someone else says or feels, pick up Romans 18 and 8. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. You know, we like a testimony. <laughs> we like to tell someone a testimony. Yeah, God brought me through this. God brought me through that. People like, uh, some people like a good story. You know, I, I, I've been around people who um, <laughs> guy ended up fighting a... Um, was it a coyote had it in, in a trap? He goes up messing with the coyote. Coyote, another one comes out and jumps on him. And one was in the trap, uh, biting at him. The other one was loose, biting at him. So he took a beating, but he ended up shooting the coyote. And so, you know, people love to tell a story. We say, wow. You know, this man can walk around and say, yeah, I whooped, I whooped two coyotes. You know, we love to tell a story about how we overcame. But I can tell you one thing. Going through it, the pain and the sufferings going through it, that was not fun. That part is not fun. So in order for us to have a testimony... We had to go through some sufferings. We had to. We have to every day. But Paul said, these things we're going through, it's not even worthy to be compared. It's only going to be a testimony. That's, that's what it is. It's a testimony for us to talk about what God has brought us through. Not of ourselves, because we could not overcome without him. We needed the lamb to overcome. We needed his blood. We needed Jesus to die for us. But now that he has, he told us to take up our cross and follow him. Follow him now. He went through some things. He has a testimony. We know what Jesus went through for us. How they lied on him how they talked about him, same people he's helped. Haven't we been in situations like this? You try to help somebody, they do nothing but talk about you. You try to help somebody, they do nothing but manipulate you, lie to you, steal from you. That's a testimony, though. God is saying, can you still move on from that? Can you still love? 
some of the people that have did us wrong, we say, man, I never, boy, I never do anything ever for them again. They were on the side of the road about to die. I'd leave them. Some of us feel this way in our hearts. But it's a true testimony to say, you know what? Despite how they did me, I still showed love. This is a, this is a godly testimony. He told us to love our enemies. See, these are our testimony, but we have to work it. Somebody might not be there yet, but are you willing to work on it? Are you willing? That's what God is looking for. Someone who is willing, whosoever will, let him come. Let that person come. But we're running out of time here. Um, Let's let's run over to the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, As I wrap this thing up, I didn't make it to a lot of the things I wanted to talk about tonight. But I just want you to see you have something to be thankful for and about. You have some things. You have a lot of things. I get it. The situation might not be the way you want it yet. But can you still see where God has brought you from? Can you st- can you see that? You know, I thought about some of the foolish things I used to do. I, I used to do some foolish stuff, making some dumb decisions. Somebody said that was just dumb. I used to do some of that. I don't do that today. That's my testimony. To you, that might not sound, wow, that's so incredible. It might not sound that way to you. But for anybody whose eyes have been opened, that's a testimony there. That's a testimony. Because there are a lot of people still out there making a lot of dumb decisions, doing a lot of things to hurt themselves. Because God, they have not allowed God to open their eyes. It, it was only until God opened my eyes for me to say, you know what, this, this, why am I doing this? This is foolish. God doesn't want me to do this. Somebody hadn't seen that yet. This is a testimony to let someone know God can heal you of that. He can bring you from that. I've heard so many testimonies of people talking about the addictions that they've overcome. Drinking and smoking and Doing all sorts of things. That's a testimony. If God has brought you through that, that is a powerful testimony. Bringing you through lying. There's people that struggle with it. Stealing. That's a testimony. And it's powerful. Because somebody does not have the strength None of us have it of ourselves now. Don't misunderstand me. But somebody has not yet overcome those things. But there's somebody else out there who has. All because of the power of God. Let's pick up here quickly. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11. Let's uh, drop down. Um, Let me try 24. Let's see what 24 says. By faith, Moses, when he has when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Now, this is his testimony. This is what Moses went through. I won't have time to really get into this, but this is his testimony. If you go back and check out this chapter, we often call it the faith chapter. But for tonight's purposes, I call it the chapter of testimonies. The chapter where it tells you what a lot of these people went through, but they held on to God. That's where we are tonight. Our book, in the book of Revelation, I didn't get there. In the book of Revelation, it tells us a book is being written. And this book is being written about your testimony. Everything you have did, the ways you responded is being written. Your testimony is being written down. 
it's being written. The same way we're reading about Moses' testimony, ours is being written down. God is seeing what you're doing today. And he's going to bring it back up. So you have a powerful testimony. You really do. You just don't know it yet. There's something in you that I'm hoping you will see. So this is Moses' testimony. Um, go to verse 32 as we finish this up. He, he lists a lot of people and their testimonies here, but I want to read verse 32. And what shall I, and what shall I say more? Mm-hmm. For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and of, and of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. He said, I cannot even tell you about all the people who have persevered, who have endured to the end. He said, I can't even tell you about all of these people who have a testimony. They have some things that God did with them. This is how we overcome. We need to hear these things. He told us the Old Testament was written for our learning. We need to know what they endured. And now our testimony is being written. What we're going through, God is going to bring it back up. So he said, I, I, I don't have time to tell you all of this. Let's finish it up, man. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. He's telling us what things they went through. And this is good for us to know. But now it's about your testimony. Now this is good. But what about what you're going to do? How are you going to respond in these situations? Go ahead, Mel. Quench the violence of fire. Mm-hmm. Escape the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong. Mm-hmm. Wax valiant in the fight. Turn to fight the armies of the aliens. Mm-hmm. Women received their dead raised to life again. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. They did all of this. They went through these things that they might obtain a better resurrection. I'll close off on that scripture. You know, we're all going to be resurrected. All of us are going to live again. But somebody's going to have a better resurrection. Somebody's going to end up being saved. Somebody else is going to be resurrected and end up going in the wrong direction. God is going to cast them away. You know why? Because their testimony did not line up with what's written in God's testimony. Our life did not match his word. He's looking for our life to line up. People do a lot of talking, a lot of pretending, a lot of trying to cover their tracks. Hiding things. You can't hide anything from God. He's looking at you. So I just want to share that with you. You have a testimony tonight. There's some things God has brought you through. There's some things God has did for you that somebody else does not have. So be thankful. Be humble. Be grateful even though things aren't the way we want them to be. Appreciate God for it because he will make things better for you. So again, I thank God for you guys. And um, just share your testimony with people. Somebody needs the encouragement. Share your testimony. But we first have to go and pick up God's testimony. We have to go and Learn of him. That's why a lot of people hadn't recognized their testimony because we haven't understood God's word yet. We can't see how good God has been to us because we don't even know who God is. So I'll leave you with that. God bless you guys. And at this time, I will turn it back over into the hands of Melvin. 
All right. Thank you. Uh, we do have a few comments. Cynthia says, praise the Lord. So praise the Lord to you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, David says, thank you, Jesus, for what you have brought me through. And definitely amen to that, because it is a, a lot of stuff for each and every single one of us, whether we know it or not. Um, Chris says, we have to realize our testimonies and our tests are not for us, but to help pull others out of out of darkness by God's power through us. And Amy also says, there was a time in my life that I felt like I was unworthy to live, but God kept telling me that I am beautifully and wonderfully made. And I began to believe those words and live in the precious present. And, you know, that is so true, um, just living in the present, because um, in one place, uh, Jesus said, don't focus on tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to worry about itself. You know, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. I feed the birds. How much more shall I do these things to you? And um, I will be here all night if I'm <laughs> telling God, thank you for all of the things that he's brought me through. And that and those are only the things that I can remember. You know, those are only the things that I've noticed. I know there are 10, 100 times more things that I don't even know. So I just want to say, you know, thank Jesus for that, too, because at one point in time, now, I wouldn't say I was going through any type of like sickness, but I was, you know, down low. Suicide, one of the first things, you know, I remember reading or hearing somebody say was God says that we are made in his image. That was and that was back before I even um, started really getting into the Bible seriously. But it helped help me stop worrying about what people thought, because no matter what you do, people are going to have something to say. But we have to realize that God is the only opinion that we have to be worried about, because man has no heaven or no hell to put you in. And when you're trying to do things the way that God wants them to be done, live a godly life, you're going to be in the minority. But God says, if I'm on your side, I'm more than the whole world, the whole universe against you. As long as we have him, naturally, we're in the minority. But spiritually, we're in the, we're in the majority. It reminds me of the place in either first or second Kings, I can't remember, where um, the, the guy was worried. He said, king, or he said, master, what shall we do? Because he, they were surrounded by horses and, and chariots. And the king, and he said, don't worry, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And the people that had them surrounded, they were surrounded. So even though we can't see it, you know, God could be fighting off, holding off demons from us. Spirits that we can't even see. So I thank him. I thank him for that. I'm exceedingly grateful. I remember being in high school, my senior year, we had these things called state tests and you had to pass them in order to graduate. Now, it was probably four or five of them and I passed all of them except one. It was U.S. history. Every time I would take them, I would miss it by one point, two points. And, you know, my senior year, it it was bad, you know, feeling bad, looking at everybody in their caps and gowns or, you know, getting their caps and gowns that, you know, already passed it. And then here I am. Grades weren't the best, but they were more than enough to graduate. But being I was being held back by the state test. My mom, um, and that's one thing, where would, be, where would we be without our praying parents? My mom was a prayer warrior. And I remember on I took the test a week before graduation. It was 80 questions. I prayed on every single question. Then I remember going back up to the school because regular classes were over and I stayed right down the street from the school. So I walked up there looking for the principal. Couldn't find him because he had the scores. <laughs> Anxiety through the roof. Eventually ended up founding him. And then he said, congratulations, you passed. So I thank God for that. This, um, about a year and a half ago, October 9th, 2020, sitting at a stop sign, somebody turned left onto the street that we were on. Uh, I was with my wife. We had just gotten married, just gotten back to Oxford, just put all this stuff in the house on the way to Walmart, sitting at a stop sign. Somebody in a big, I want to say it was a, a big Chevrolet truck, hit us, totaled my car out. And his truck was just fine. I remember being upset. I said, we were just sitting there. 
he hit us. And now we're the ones without a car and he's driving along fine. Focused on the wrong thing. Nobody got hurt. Not a scratch on anybody. Didn't have to pay for it. And got another car. Sure, it was an inconvenient situation, but had my mindset been right, focusing on how nobody lost their lives, because I just saw a video um, the other day, uh, I think it was a paramedic just walking in front of the ambulance and then a truck came and hit him out of nowhere. He died instantly. So I should have been thankful that nobody got hurt rather than worrying about a natural situation. Things are going to work out. God will use for those that love him everything for good. What the enemy meant for evil, God turned it around and used it for my good. I think of Joseph, how he became ruler of Egypt after being sold into slavery. Or Daniel in the lines then. I'm sure we all know about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The guy said, we threw three down there, but I see four. And then um, Tony mentioned Hurricane Katrina earlier. Oh, I definitely remember. We were without electricity, I want to say, for two or three weeks. Of course, I was upset. But we, one of my aunties, she had power. So everybody would pile up over her house. Should have been I'm thankful for that. Because so many people didn't have it. So many people lost their lives. And I want to say that New Orleans is still trying to recover from that. And that's almost 17 years ago now. But I'm grateful for that. Grateful that he he spared me. And that he's still sparing me today. I'm, I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of situations where I could have died. You know, I've only been in one situation where I didn't know if I was going to live or not. On the way back to Oxford in a storm, couldn't see anything. It was broad daylight now, but we couldn't see anything. Had to pull over to the side of the road. And then both my wife and my phone alarm went off saying, tornado warning in your area, seek shelter immediately. Now, that was a time where I was actually, I knew about the situation and I didn't know whether I was going to live or or die. But I, I guarantee you that there's countless, there are countless of situations where I don't even know about. So I thank God for those and definitely thank him for what I do know about, because he brought us through. Shortly after that, we saw the sun again. So we definitely, we have to go through some things because it teaches endurance, um, what it teaches experiences, the word I'm looking for, experience. So we'll know how to handle these situations later. Somebody else is going through it. Tell them how God has brought you through that same situation. That gives hope. So that's all I have to say. Um, thank you guys so much for the comments. I see that we have no more. Sorry if we missed it, but I, I think I've um, kept my eye on them. So I don't think we missed any. So thank you guys so much for the comments. Each and every single one. David, Casey, Amy, Chelsea, Chris, and Cynthia. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. As my weekly reminder to you guys, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'd love to see you guys there. It's a great topic each and every single week. Be sure to check out the website, jmsbible.com, where this message will be there shortly, as well as our Zoom messages and in-person Bible studies back when we used to do those. Uh, They're all great messages, and God's word is important. So that'd be all then. As I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's... Today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy, and again, counted all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. Guys, have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you.
Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Thank you.